When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have Brennan Smiley from the Technicolors. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Lifestyle Thursday for Millennial Money. Phoenix, the city, not the French pop band, may not pop into your brain when you think of the next and upcoming music metropolis. Well, Phoenix-based The Technicolors are looking to change that perception of the Valley of the Sun as they launch their latest LP, Metaphysical, that just dropped a couple weeks ago on July 7th. Known for their amped-up live shows, the band nicely blend sonic pop anthems of Oasis, vocal stylings of the Killers, with the grit of the Rolling Stones, while still sounding innovative and modern on their own right. With this strong collection of songs on Metaphysical, this might be the Technicolors' breakout album and a band to watch in 2017, so check them out. Ahead of their album release, frontman Brennan Smiley talked with us about the new album, how each of the band members' parents' love of Led Zeppelin influenced them to start the group, and which band they love to swap careers with today. I liked you better when you lived inside your head. You don't remember them, but I'm not trying to stop. Thanks, Brendan, for coming on the show. I really totally appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So how did um, – I, I saw that, that you recorded the first album all by yourself, uh, with, with, uh, and then before you guys were actually the, the Technicolors, and then everybody that kind of came together for your live show. How did that all kind of come together? Oh, man, you know, I think – 
trying to think back. Um, you know, a lot of it was was me realizing that I had a lot to learn uh, from other people, mm-hmm. and um, especially kind of being in the position of singing and communicating songs in a live format. Mm-hmm. And then also, I was I just wanted to <laughs> um, I just wanted to to have that thing with other guys, and so a lot of it just came out of that uh that desire to play music with friends uh-huh. and um and so basically what happened was I had recorded some tunes, my first kind of stab at writing songs and uh and we i guess I came back I'm trying to think came to Arizona and found some people pretty quickly and just kind of started playing shows with friends, I think still under my name at the time. And there's not really, at the time especially, but, the, you know, there wasn't really, like, a, cool, a lot of cool music venues around Arizona. So it was kind of, a, you know, in a way, just a perfect time to mm. experiment and try things. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And I, just through that, you know, it just it, it kind of morphed into that feeling that you get when you're, when you know it's a band. And, um, and you know, we decided to come up with a name and... From there on, it's the whole story follows. So. <laughs> nice. And then you, that first album, did you record that album all uh, all by yourself in like ten days or something like that? I I can't remember. It was really quick. <laughs> right, it was really right. quick. Yeah, that's, that's that's an interesting way to for for you to record this album and then the, the band gets formed uh, afterwards, if if you will. Yeah, and and I think I don't even know if that album is like out anywhere i don't because mm. i didn't we didn't really like consider it an album because it wasn't even a band it was more of like this awesome vehicle to create a band <laughs> you know like it <laughs> right. definitely served its purpose so right right uh, that's that's funny and and did you grow up in the music business uh as your your dad a producer yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I grew up in the business mm. of music, <laughs> but I definitely grew up with, uh, you know, music everywhere. Uh, I started playing drums when I was like two or three and uh, was pretty, like, a pretty avid drummer. Um, I guess as avid as you can be as a three-year-old. And uh, <laughs> right. and then I discovered Batman at like the age of four, I think, or five. And uh, I literally stopped. I quit music because I became obsessed with Batman. <laughs> um, and uh, and then like five years after that, I picked up a guitar because we had guitars laying around the house. Mm. And uh, you know, it was right around the time that like you know playing with Batman action figures isn't isn't really cool anymore. So like, well, <laughs> gotta gotta learn some you know gotta learn some cool guitar riffs, I guess. Right, right, and, and you can't be Batman for a living, so you know. No, yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah, although I was, I don't know if I was really thinking about my career right. at totally the age exactly. of ten. So, <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, well, I read that that you guys sort of bonded over that your, your, all your parents sort of have their love for Led Zeppelin. Uh, what what other influences do you guys have a band that sort of seeps into your music today? Yeah. Um, Man, you know, musically, it's 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 actually as cliche as it is. It's actually it actually is kind of hard to say because we not only like do we all love different things, uh, but also I think all of our 
um, you know, musical tastes and things that we dig, it's like all kind of evolved over the, the whole time that we've been in a band. So, um, you know, we've just, I, I have a hard time keeping up with new music some of the time, but like the other dudes are so, you know, always on it and always playing me cool stuff. And, and, uh, uh, I think we really appreciate, um, a lot of the dreaminess of, uh, I guess the dreamier side of a lot of the Brit pop stuff that was mm-hmm. happening, um, kind of in the nineties, but mm-hmm. also like, uh, maybe more on the outskirts of the, of the Brit pop thing. Um, you know, and that kind of combined with a lot of like really great grooves from, from, um, the 80s. I really like this band called Zap, which is like a, <laughs> this like 80s like post disco band. Um, okay. But uh, you know, it's just kind of all over the place, mm-hmm. man. I think I think that's like that's what a you know what's so fun about being in in a band. And you know, I think you know Nico, our bass player, loves really like d- dark, darker kind of um, music, and Sean's really. Sean's really into the groove and um, I've always kind of, you know, just been attracted to a lot of different, uh, a lot of different styles of songwriting and songs that tell stories and songs that just paint a feeling and, um, and, you know, punk bands and whatever, you know, I just, Mm, I like it all. So, right. Well, for those, for those that maybe not uh, heard you guys yet or, or know of you guys, can you describe your sound a little bit? Yeah, um, maybe, uh, it's, it's hard to say, it's hard to say because, uh, I mean, I definitely can try, uh, no, because it, you know, it, it's been this thing, like I was saying, it's evolved at one, Mm -hmm. at at some point, like when you're, when you start a band, you kind of feel like it's easier to describe your sound because when you start a band, you're like, okay, these are like the few bands that we like. Let's try to be a cooler version of this or something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like, as you keep making music, the lines, the lines that you have kind of built for yourselves to like do things, they kind of just blur over time because you're incorporating new influences and, um, and all those things. So I think, I think our band is, is somewhere between uh like i don't know um maybe that that kind of the echoes of that that brit pop movement you know that larger than life like just the the remains of it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know cuz right, that whole thing right. kind of i mean i wasn't there but uh this seems like that whole thing kind of like came and went very quickly in in sure. such a loud way and right right i like to i like to think of our music uh, as a way of like painting like these echoes of all these like massive things that have happened and you know we we i think we have grown up in the remnants of of these big movements of music and even like the the kind of um garage explosion of of uh i don't even want to call it garage but right. the whole rock and rock and roll sure. explosion in the early sure. 2000s it sure. was like it's almost like those that was like the last days of rock bands being on major labels kind of like you know Holy. taking yeah taking like the just everything from <laughs> from the labels and and I I feel fortunate to have grown up with that around I didn't really appreciate it at the time because I was just totally 
into Led Zeppelin, but um, you know, so I don't know. That probably doesn't answer your question. Yeah, no, it's a it's yeah. a mix of all those yeah. things. I'd, I'd say. Well, that's, I think I, I think every great band. I mean, you know, the Beatles talk about you know listen to Elvis and all those people, you know, and and it just keeps evolving and whatnot. So yeah, absolutely, it's, it's whatever you kind of maybe grew up with, and it sort of seeps into to to your sound and stuff. So yeah, uh, so like I think I think the the you know the um, the nineties thing we don't really feel like super we don't really feel like that's a direct influence. We feel like that's just something that like kind of happens and we actually more feel like we're directly influenced by, you know, the hives and, uh, and like all these high hat bands. Right. Right. Um, but how, how does, how does this uh, album, the new album metaphysical differ from your other album? Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah. You're not alone, but worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, Honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news, well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps, but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. 
After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, well, I just think it's like a... Uh, I think it, it, it's... It's maybe like a, a dreamier evolution of it, you know. I think it's more imaginative, mm-hmm. and um, it's still us. But I just think that we, we, it, it's a more, it was a more intuitive move, you know. We really, in the past, we it was like we didn't really think through anything, and which that's like a, you know, really beautiful way to approach something. Mm-hmm. And we, we actually, we just did that because we didn't have time to do anything. And this time around we tracked everything strategically. We strategically put ourselves in the studio with our a really great producer named Bob Hogue. And he's just this uh, amazing, beautiful person who works in his own little world with like, uh, you know, analog gear and tape machines and um, in a live oriented scenario. I mean, the dude, the dude doesn't wear clothes that were made after 1963 or something. <laughs> so, like, it's just, like, we really were strategic about the environment that we were mm. making music in. And, um, and you know, as much as we could be as an independent band in 2017. So, uh, <laughs> right. But uh, I think that all of that, all of those things uh, make this, this collection of songs more, I feel like a more... Uh, complete thought, uh, you know, and so it just feels, it just feels good. And, and sonically, I think it's, you know, it's still us. It's not, it's, it's just, uh, you know, the normal evolution of a band, I'd say. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I watched, I watched last night your, your, uh, your video for the single Little Charmer. Um, that, that really has a cool kind of 60s kitschy feel with a little bit of like stones and oasis kind of thrown in there. Uh, where did you guys kind of come up with that yeah. fun fun concept? You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, we actually we were actually shooting another video, um, and we had finished, and we were in Los Angeles um, at this really massive uh, film studio, mm-hmm. and it was a really beautiful experience making that first video because it was all of our best friends uh you know a bunch of friends from arizona that you know we all grew up with that had moved to la and Mm -hmm. it was sort of this like coming together of all these cats that like are just so badass and like good at what they do and um and it you know we kind of when when that happens when you're working and it's just your homies the whole time right. you know things happen you know and like <laughs> ideas get thrown out and so we were done with the video and we were like we had had a ton of pizza 
There were like two giant boxes of pizza, if I recall correctly. Yeah. We were stuffed, and we're all sitting on the floor of the studio, um, just in the middle of this massive warehouse type thing. And uh, and somebody was like, hey, like all the, the gear, it was a performance video, so all of the gear was still set up, and all the lights were still set up. And someone was like, the, the tune uh, that we had shot the video for uh, was called Lily's, and the song after that on the playlist was Little Charmer, and it just came on over the speakers. Um, and somebody was like, we should do a video for this tune. Like, Brennan, why don't you just, like, get up there and, uh, you know, dance around to it, right. like, be be an idiot or something. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, right. so I just kind of, like, got up there, and, you know, somebody threw out the idea of having the guy, like, the video start. Mm-hmm like as the last song ends and um the guys always the video at the very beginning of it and then people are breaking down the set and it just sort of happened so we actually really loved that idea you know it's fun to see that play out and actually be look look pretty funny to watch you know afterwards so right and sometimes that's some of the best way to be creative too is just kind of just kind of just do things like that yeah, it happens. It, you know, like I said, strange things happen when good people are involved and and uh, a lot of pepperoni pizza. And right. Pepperoni <laughs> mushrooms, actually. I don't think we were even messing around with Supreme. Who even knows what would happen if there was Supreme in the picture? Exactly. Exactly. Well, w- once you guys are on the road and you're p- promoting this album, when you guys are on the road, do you guys have like rule- rules on the road as a band of what to do and what not to do? um not really (laughs) uh like no i don't know uh you're still kind of learning your way of of what you can take and what you can't take i mean we all just really enjoy each other it's kind of easy when that happens and we know how to give each other space um we're pretty low-key on the road it's our favorite place to be so every time we're out, it, I mean, it doesn't matter how long, the longer the better. Um, you know, I think that things, tensions, the tensions of life are eased by long drives through the night and, uh, right. and you know, loud music during the day or earlier in the night, I should say. But, right. Um, yeah, you know, I think trying to, I honestly, I'm trying to think of rules. I, I mean, I like sleeping on the floor a lot. That's like... <laughs> Like I, I have my own little like sleeping bag thing that right. I like, I like doing. But other than that, I don't think we really have rules. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, do you guys, uh, uh, do you guys get a chance to maybe check out some cities when when you guys? I mean, for the most part, you guys are doing a lot of one nighters and stuff. Do you get to check out a lot of cities while you're on the road too? Uh, yeah. Um, it just depends. Yeah. Like yeah, I said, we've sure. been, we've been, uh, you know, recently we've been doing a lot of like kind of fly days popping in and, and doing stuff. You know, New York City is always a really great time, and uh, there's usually, like, something else going going on around uh, a show if we're playing there because it's such a, there's so much happening there. So if we're there, you know, doing, uh, you know, like, a guest starring in, in the circus mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, the, the normal things. Um, sure. The normal things that happen in New York City. But, uh, no, yeah, so I think on those kinds of things it just depends uh, on tour we, we love to try to find uh you know different places to explore and 
check out. I just I think we all really like the travel traveling element of being on the road. Um you know, so Right, right, exactly. Well how how is the how is the the, the uh, music in Phoenix these days? How, has it gotten has it grown a little bit? Um it's hard to tell, but yeah, I'd like to think so. I mean, I know that the, I would say that the culture of it has definitely um, got some, some really great kind of hubs of, of creativity within music that have definitely expanded uh, throughout the last, I would say five or six, maybe five to seven years. Mm. Um, there's a really great promoter in town that are, you know, largely, they're largely responsible for it. There's uh, it's called Stateside. Um, mm. and they, you know, years, a few years back, they kind of opened these venues that were really great and really, br- it brought in great acts and treated, they treated people well and, you know, just, um, all the, the, the good things that you want in a, in a music venue and they mm. kind of just started expanding the culture of that and so um in terms of bands it's it's it, arizona's so spread out that uh you know it's, it's hard to tell um there's definitely i mean there's definitely some rad bands here but it's hard to uh you know it's, it's hard to uh to tell like there's not really any like scenes happening sure or sure. anything like that which i i actually think is a, a good thing um you know, because it lets people be themselves, and um, and then that's what acts. Those are the elements that create cool movements and mm-hmm. things down the road. So it's in a good yeah. spot. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, last question I have for you. Speaking of down the road, uh, if you ha- if you had one Freaky Friday moment to like switch places with any band and have the- have their career. Is there a band that that you kind of look at, or maybe a couple bands that you kind of look at, going, "Yeah, I'd like to have that career." Andrew WK. Okay, there you go. <laughs> right, straight up. I just saw that dude at a at a hard at the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas uh-huh. DJing, uh, but he wasn't like DJing for. Uh, he, it wasn't like a performance. He was like the entertainment off to the side that no one knew who he was. Mm. Gotcha. But he was still there, and it was just the most magnificent thing because there were like three people in the whole uh, casino that knew, even knew that guy, knew his name, whatever. And uh, I and he was, I talked to him afterwards, and and I was, I said, hey man, nice show. And he said, oh thanks. I'm out here for the night, and I'm flying back to Chicago in the morning. So uh, I just thought, man, that'd be a pretty cool life, you know, right, flying right. to the Hard Rock and DJ and. You know, you don't have to talk right. to anybody. You just <laughs> exactly. kind of show up and do your thing, and then go back to Chicago. So, right, right, right. I thought that was that'd be a nice life to have. That's that's a, that's a great answer. You had it right at the tip of your tongue there too. I like that. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, well, thanks for calling the show. But we, uh, so where can we find the Technicolor's music and any any other information about the band? Uh, just all the normal normal places. We have a we have a vinyl pre-order thing that we're doing right now on our website um which is actually like kind of cool because we we uh put together we actually like threw in this demo tape um from from these some of the demos that we uh that we just kind of had laying around um 
for the recording. So they, it's, we have we have a couple of cool cool things like that going on on the website. But then in terms of the music, uh, it's all you know iTunes, Spotify, whatever whatever the kids are digging these days. Um, <laughs> so there's so there's so, extra tra- there's extra tracks on on the on the new vinyl that's coming out. Yeah, uh, no. So the vinyl, the vinyl that's coming out is is the record, uh, but offered with it, we have like a we're throwing in this this tape where it's a cassette tape of of uh, it's it's actually kind of fun for me to listen. It was it was nice to listen to because the first time that we had heard any of these since well after the record was done, or at least the songs had been recorded. And uh, it's funny because, you know, there's a couple tunes on there that are like, you know, that Little Charmer tune before it was called Little Charmer and it didn't even have a chorus in it. Mm. And um, and they were just these kind of scraps of these sessions. Listening back painted this really nice picture, um, you know, just to see more so to see how the things evolved. And then there's a couple jams on there that are like, that are pretty cool that aren't aren't actually on the record. So that's cool. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We felt like it was fun, and more so just because it was fun for us to listen to. So right, thought it'd be nice exactly. to let 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 the, the homies in on it, you know. And uh, I don't know, it was, you know, stuff going on like that. But yeah, everywhere else is uh, you know the uh, the place to get the music, I guess is. Is good old Spotify. 